Well, hello friends. On today's episode, I welcome Dora Kamau, a mindfulness and meditation teacher and amazing human. You may recognize her voice if you listen to the Headspace app, and now you'll be able to hear her voice and tune into her calm presence as she and I discuss mindfulness and meditation, as well as her new podcast series on Spotify about the anxious feeling that is common on Sundays before a new week starts. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a life coach, healthcare provider, and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, a year of personal monthly habit challenges, and recently working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Today's episode is episode 178 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I am so excited to welcome a special guest. Dora Kamau is a mindfulness and meditation teacher at Headspace. She is a registered psychiatric nurse, self-care and wellness teacher who works alongside the director of meditation and content producers at Headspace to create in-app mindfulness content. She is the host of a new podcast series from Spotify and Headspace called Sunday Scaries by Headspace, which offers techniques and tips for managing the Sunday scaries and the anxiety of the upcoming week. Dora lives in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Dora, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. I have to say that I'm extremely excited to talk to you, and here's why. Uh, When I started my own meditation practice a few years ago, I was listening very consistently to the Headspace app, and I loved it. And um, then, of course, as sometimes happens, life gets in the way and it fell off. Well, I was getting some nudges from the universe, and a couple of weeks ago, I started listening again to the Headspace app, and I went right back to the beginning with the basics. And I have to say that I'm so tickled that the coincidence of the fact that it was your voice that I was listening to when I went back to those basics. And now here you are with me on the podcast. So I'm so excited to talk to you. Wow. I love that so much. Me too. All right. My listeners heard your bio in the introduction to the show, but I know that there's a lot more to your story. So I would love it if you would share a little bit more about yourself, about your journey and how you were inspired to do the work that you do in the way that you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's interesting. So I host a lot of like community events here in Vancouver, BC, and I found on most people's journey, mine included, is that we either come to meditation and mindfulness out of like sheer curiosity or sheer desperation. And mine, fortunately, unfortunately, was out of desperation of just wanting to live better and be better and feel better. So that was about 2010. Um, I had been struggling a lot with anxiety and I just needed something. I didn't know what it was, but I remember just being on YouTube and Googling meditation for anxiety and Tara Brock came up and that's how my journey began. And it wasn't consistent at all. I just used it when I, you know, was struggling with like things like panic attacks or just not being fully present in my body. And so 
it was off and on. And about five years ago, um, I was dating someone at the time who was very much into meditation and mindfulness. And so he kind of reintroduced me back to the practice. And since then, it's just become like an everyday, almost like a vitamin that I take. Like it's just a part of routine. It's a part of life. Um, and it's just second nature now. And it's just been so transformational and just being and experiencing the world and recognizing that I'm not my thoughts. And even though it feels like it, I'm not my feelings at times either. And just really having that self-awareness and that um, emotional intelligence of like, there's more than just what I am perceiving to life. Amazing. I like how you described it, like taking a, um, a vitamin. So most of my listeners are a little bit familiar with meditation and mindfulness, but for anybody who isn't, can you sort of give us the basics? And I like how, again, how you described it as taking a vitamin. What's the, what are the basics of mindfulness and meditation if somebody's just coming to it? Yeah, I will say, I think one of the biggest myths that I hear from people who are just starting out, it's like this practice of not thinking about anything at all. But even when you try not to think about nothing, you're still thinking a thought, right? So meditation and mindfulness is this practice of becoming aware of the different thoughts that we have, the different feelings that we have and doing so in a non-judgmental way. So if you notice that your mind is racing a mile a minute, it's just becoming aware of that and not saying like, oh, you know, this is horrible or, oh my gosh, what's happening, but just having that gentle attention of like, okay, the mind is thinking, I'm feeling, and that in itself is a practice. So um, yeah, if you're new to meditation, I would just say that you're really just becoming aware of your thoughts and your feelings. And it's an everyday practice of being mindful, whether you're walking, eating, washing your hands, working out, um, it can be applied to any and everything. Amazing. Um, I watched a recent Instagram live that you did where you were talking about loving ourselves in the in-between mm -hmm. improvement project often focuses on getting to the next goal or some new improved place. And I really loved how you talked about offering kindness and compassion to ourselves as we are on the journey to the next big goal. So I would love to have you elaborate on this and perhaps give my listeners something to think about or consider as they work toward their next goal. Yeah. Um, I think with that IG live and just the season that I'm in right now is just knowing or just trying to stay loyal to my experience, you know, trying to be with myself and not um, only showing up when things are great or I've achieved a certain outcome or a goal, but actually like being with myself and staying firmly rooted in um, my experience while I am experiencing, maybe it's grief or it's sadness or there's challenges that I'm experiencing, but honoring that process. And um, I think self-love and self-care are so important as we make our way from point A to point B of how can we nurture ourselves? How can we nurture the seed that we've planted? How can we create the right conditions for it to grow? And you wouldn't just plant a seed and then come back a year later, you know, you would be watering it every single day. So um, yeah, I think right now in my life, I'm just um, in a season of just nurturing that seed. And that's what that Instagram live was about, was just being able to nurture yourself with compassion, with love, with kindness, with gratitude, um, wherever you are in your journey. Yeah, we're, it's more than just getting to some imagined place. There's a journey to get there. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Your podcast series on Spotify called Sunday Scaries by Headspace is pretty fantastic. And I would love if you could share a little bit more about it, about the series, about who it's for and how it will benefit them. 
Yeah. So Sunday Scaries, um, it actually was created in 2019 with the founder of Headspace, Andy Puttacombe. And what it is, is just a series of episodes of us just discussing how we can approach the week ahead in a more mindful and compassionate way. Um, I come from a nursing background, so I related a lot to this topic because I guess for nurses, our schedules are all over the place, but there was just a sense of like distress and unease heading back into like the four days on, four days off. And this was like an ongoing cycle, you know, and um, I thought, and I think now, especially um, during this pandemic of like going back into work or whether it's being able to balance your work and your life, this podcast can really help you with approaching things more mindfully and more intentionally. And having more mindful moments throughout your day because there's so much that's going on. And I think we can get lost in this like autopilot autonomic way of living. So this, ep- this podcast really invites you just to slow down and to savor all those moments in between and see how you can make meaning in even the most like mundane of moments. Amazing. So I know that in each episode, you really dive into that feeling that you just described that anxiety at the beginning of the week. And then you kind of offer tips each week um, and advice on how to calm it. So Mm -hmm. obviously I encourage everyone who's listening to go and check out that podcast on Spotify and I'll include links in the show notes of how to do that. But in the meantime, Dora, I would love it if you could give my listeners a couple of tips or some advice to take with them right now that may help them to better manage that, you know, Sunday scary feeling. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll share one of my personal practices, which is Sunday night or Sunday morning is just setting the intention for the week ahead. So this week, my intention was just to be a bit more balanced in my day to day. So um, I write down like two to three actions, Um, that I can take this week so that I can maintain that sense of balance. So whether it's like setting an alarm in my phone that reminds me just to take like a 10 minute break to either meditate or stretch or move my body, um, you know, making sure that I'm not on my phone as much and not procrastinating by using my phone. Um, But I think intentions are a great way just to start the week off in a more meaningful way. Um, And I think when you set intentions, it's important to also notice how they feel similar to goals. Like I know sometimes when I set goals for myself and I achieve that goal, I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it would be. So making sure that you're feeling that intention in your body, noticing like, what does it even feel like to be calm or be balanced or be present? And how can I work work towards that feeling or that intention based on the actions that I have to take this week. Um, Another one that I like to practice is gratitude. So being able to give thanks, whether it's at the end of the day or in the morning, um, just really taking the time just to appreciate all that you have and all that you are. Um, I have a quote that says gratitude turns stepping stones or turns roadblocks into stepping stones. And I think when we're able just to appreciate all that we have, there's just so many possibilities and potentials that can arrive throughout the week. Amazing. Yes. We talk about gratitude on the regular on the improvement project. So I love that. All right. The guests that I've had on the show are usually up to something amazing and they are successful at what they do. And this is such an understatement for you, Dora. My listeners are always intrigued to know what are these amazing and successful people doing for their own personal growth. So I would love it. You mentioned this just briefly when you're talking about your phone. So maybe that's where it plays in, but I would love it if you would share what habit or routine are you currently working on improving in your life? Yeah, my phone, (laughs) my relationship with my phone, my relationship with social media, 
Um, and just being able to, again, like find meaning in why I use my phone. Cause right now I'm on day 10 of no social media at all. And that was just a challenge for myself for the month of November. But it's so interesting because I can find myself like mindlessly wanting to open up an app and not even realizing that I'm doing it. So with that, no social media, I'm trying to just infuse more moments of presence in my life. And it's been so hard. I'm not I won't sugarcoat it at all. It's definitely been very difficult, but um, it's really allowing me to like deep dive into my meditation practice and it's challenging me to just show up and engage with life fully. And there's no, um, there's no other way to do it, but just not being on social media. It is a great tool, but I think again, when, when you're not approaching it with intention, um, you can kind of get lost in the sea of content that's there. So you're doing that for all of November, are you? Yeah. Yeah. That is hard. Very hard. <laughs> it's like going back in time to before social media existed. Honestly, yes. And it's so interesting because people have been emailing me like, hey, I hope you're okay. And I'm like, I am, I'm more than okay. <laughs> I'm actually really good right now. So yeah, it's good, but I'm definitely um, very, yeah, very happy that I did it because there's a lot a lot to benefit when you're fully present in your real life and not just online. Do you find that's getting easier as you are further into the challenge? Yeah. The first seven days were just like, wow, this is, I never thought that it would be this <laughs> big of a deal, but now um, it's become a bit easier. I think the biggest thing for me is just replacing using my phone with like reading a book. Um, because I still have this like weird, like thing where I want to pick up my phone and use it, but I'm like, okay, let's, uh, maybe use singing bowls or let's go for a walk or let's read a book. So just finding different things to replace that habit with. Oh my gosh. That is a feat of strength. <laughs> I'm amazed and I am a bit inspired to try it, but I'd have to think about it for a minute first. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely doesn't have to be a month. Even um, before I, I did this, I was just spending um, the first like four hours of my morning without using my phone. And that was also really impactful as well. But sometimes there's that wanting to like overcompensate for the four hours that you've missed. So that's why I decided to do a month. <laughs> and so if you go back in time, just these uh, before you started this challenge, you mentioned the four hours in the morning. What's your evening routine when you're not doing this challenge with regards to social media on your phone? Yeah. So I don't use my phone two hours before I go to bed. Um, and that's just because of like blue light and just trying to really allow my body just to wind down. So I'll turn my phone off. I like to do some stretching. I'll meditate, self-massage. That's something that I've really been into in the last few, few weeks. Um, and yeah, reading a book maybe, but I really try to ease my body into that instead of just like laying in my bed and thinking that I'm going to fall asleep right away. But I like to set the tone definitely before I go to bed. Awesome. All right. It's time for a segment that I do regularly on the podcast and it's called, what are you into lately? So in many episodes in the past, I've shared what podcasts I've been listening to or what books I've been reading or what random internet hilarity I have found. And I feel like others might find fun too. I share something that I'm loving that I find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So Dora, if you're into it, I would love it if you would play along with this one, but I'll go first to give you a sense of how this works. Okay. So this week, because I knew I was going to be chatting with you, I was thinking about the Sunday scaries and how I've navigated that feeling in my own working life. 
And in the last couple of years, the thing that has brought fun and community and ritual and tradition into Sundays for my husband, John and I is NFL Sunday football. So now this might seem strange, but it really is so much more than watching huge men smash into each other every week. And as a healthcare provider that works with a lot of athletes, I often find watching the injuries difficult, but I do appreciate the, the athleticism associated with football and the teamwork associated with football. And even more than that, I appreciate the food and the fellowship and the laughter and the friendship that we foster every Sunday with our friends and neighbors that come to watch with us. So I found that this weekly Sunday tradition through football season really helps me to look forward to Sunday and it helps keep me present on Sunday afternoons and lessens the potential for that sometimes anxious feeling about the week to come. So I also will mention here that my team is the New York Jets, and they're not a super fantastic team. People often say that Jets stands for just endure the suffering. Um, but despite that, I still am into NFL football. And so that's what I'm into this week. So um, Dora, what are you into lately? Yeah, you know what? I'm so happy that you mentioned that you are a chiropractor because I've been really into learning more about my nervous system and healing my nervous system. I'm very much a science nerd. I love this kind of stuff. So um, I actually went to go see a network spinal analysis. Um, oh, cool. A week ago. And it's just interesting. I'm very into like alternative modalities of healing. So it was just cool to see um, how you can use your spine and tension along your spine to release like, um, I guess, pent up energy or tension in your nervous system. So this is something that, um, I don't know, just sparked my curiosity. I saw something on YouTube and I'm like, all right, let's try this out. And luckily in Vancouver, they had someone that does that. So yeah, I've been very much into just healing my nervous system and trying out different things, whether it's acupuncture or different exercises for like your vagus nerve. And I think it's been really helpful um, going back to that topic of being going back into the workplace or going back to school. But um, I went to the mall the other day. It was the first time I've been to the mall in like six months. And my nervous system was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay, this is a sign, you know, like, what can I do to support myself? Because obviously I need to go grocery shopping and all these different things. So yeah, just doing different things to support my nervous system, be regulated now, being out in the open with different people. And yeah, so I've been trying out networks, final analysis and acupuncture and there's a YouTube I really love um, by someone called Irene Lyon, and she has a lot of different practices that people can use as well um, to help them just regulate their nervous system. Um, I think it's uh, interesting timing that you've come to this just when you stopped with the social media, when your nervous system is probably really saying hello to you. So yeah. I, that's a, that's a cool practice. And also that mall feeling, I call that mall anxiety. That's a real thing. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's cool. And so far, what's your experience? Like, do you feel like it's helpful what you've experienced so far? Yeah, I've only had two sessions so far. The first session was interesting um, because afterwards I felt just super embodied and grounded and like fully present in my body, which was really interesting to feel. But again, now that I'm not on social media, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it's just because I'm not on social media, you know? So I'm still, I have about five more sessions to do. And yeah, I think it's really been helping me just to be present in my mind and body, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
All right. Um, where is the best place for my listeners to find you online or reach out on the socials to say hi when, of course, you are on the socials again? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you can find me on the Headspace app. You can just search for Dora in the search bar. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Dora Kamau. Um, and yeah, you can also find me on my website if you want to meditate with me, www.doracamau.ca. All right. Amazing. Dora, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your voice and your wisdom with the Improvement Project community. Is there any final thought that you'd like to share with us as we all continue along the path to being a better version of ourselves? Yeah, I just want to encourage people just to be kind and to be gentle with themselves. And I think just going back to that idea of watering a seed, um, really just nurturing yourself and creating those conditions for you to grow and bloom and blossom, however that may look like. But again, just treating ourselves more as a friend and as a flower, I think it's really important, especially now, just to be gentle with ourselves and our minds, our bodies and our spirits. So. Yeah. Amazing. Again, thank you for serving in the way that you do. And thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Thank you so much to my guest, Dora Kamau. If you aren't listening to her voice already in the Headspace app or her Spotify podcast series, go and do that now to be more mindful and calm. For questions or comments, send an email to The Improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone. You can always get my attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Hey, before you go, I want to share something with you. I started working with a life coach at the beginning of 2021, and the experience has opened me up and changed me and ruined me in all of the best ways. It's one of those aha experiences that you hear about, where once you are on the other side, once you know, there is no going back. I have learned so much about my thoughts and how thinking the same ones over and over have led to the results that I have in my life. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my life, but for years, I've had a voice quietly whispering in my ear that there must be more, that it can be even better than this. The work that I have been doing with my coach has allowed me to pay attention to that voice and change my thoughts to inspire me to take bigger and more consistent action on the way to creating a life that I love even more than the one I have now. I want this for you too. In August of 2021, I was inspired to start working with clients one-on-one as their coach to help them get unstuck and start following through on the way to their big dreams and goals. It has been amazing to watch them showing up for themselves more consistently, learning to watch their brains and to create new thoughts that serve them, having tough conversations to improve their relationships at work and at home, waking up to a spark of renewed purpose and feeling more grateful for every single day. I have been helping these amazing humans by teaching them the tools to get results where they were having trouble getting results on their own. And no matter where you are starting, I can help you too. If this sounds like something you want for yourself, 
then let's get started. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to schedule a free call with me. Our initial 60 minute conversation will help you to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and the work we will do together in order to get you everything that you want. Let's get after it.